catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app. We're on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Red Circle. Also, the Five Reasons YouTube channel. Make sure you hit like, subscribe, and turn the notifications on. Also, check out Off the Floor. Text directly to your phone from Greg, Alex, Brady, and myself. Also, special contests, Q&As, all kinds of cool stuff you can't get anywhere else. And again, it's directly to your phone. You don't even need to log on to an app. Go to winnow.app backslash off the floor. Winnow.app. That's with two N's and two P's backslash off the floor and sign up today. Also check out the great sponsors of the five reasons sports network. That includes our friends over at Biscayne Bay brewing company. You're familiar with Biscayne Bay. You've probably seen the kiosk over at Kasaya center, make a stop there, but now they've got this incredible new facility down the street from Kasaya center. And I'm going to be there on Sunday with some of the crew from five reasons sports. We are going to be there for a dolphins watch party. We'll start to get there around three o'clock. We'll have some giveaways ourselves but also they're giving away a free beer. Just mention five reasons and you will get one of their delicious beers for free. Okay. That is on us. So check them out. It's at the Biscayne Bay brew house. That's in downtown Miami. You can find them there on the internet easily. And again, this is a, this is a gorgeous building and they've, renovated they've done the whole thing they've got foosball there they've got the televisions they got a full food menu it's a great place to stop and and we're going to be doing stuff there before and after heat games this season so get acquainted with so check them out that's biscayne bay brewing check out the biscayne bay brew house in downtown miami sunday three o'clock and now today's episode down to biscayne uh, five on the floor, ride for my dogs. Where here's the thing, you can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, wearing bubble frogs. Just like Buckley said, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor plan, got an all band. Y'all seen the block, stop with one hand. And Pat, we trust, it's power, have the guts. We're here to bring the heat, y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, welcome back to Five on the Floor. Here's today's floor plan. I'm Ethan Skolnick. You can follow me at Ethan J. Skolnick on Five Reasons Sports. we got Greg Sylvander. You can follow him at Greg Sylvander. Also, follow all of our coverage on Playback. Um, if you're listening to this, I don't know if it'll post by then, but yes, we are going to get up to watch Jovic. Uh, in the morning, I don't think I'm getting up to watch the USA play in their third place game, although Eternal is pushing me to do so. All right, let's get to <laughs> it, Greg. Uh, we had a new episode up looking for the mystery team, the team that is is all of a sudden going to jump in and try to grab Dame Lillard because that is the wish casting 
that Boston podcasters and Portland podcasters and other podcasters have been doing uh, all all off season. Uh, but now we're at a point where, again, the training camp is approaching. And so the floor plan today is we're going to look at the various options for Dame and for the Blazers in terms of handling his situation and how the Heat might react to those situations. So I'm going to go through this. Uh, this is a report from Ramona Shelburne. Um, this came in on NBA Today late this week. And she said, I think Dame's in Portland when training camp starts. But the question is, is he in camp? So these are two different things. The first thing is, will he be traded by training camp? Most national reporters don't think so, even though we're even starting to get the the Blazer shills like Woj saying, well, the conversations may have to restart soon. And I, I've kind of put September 15th out there as just sort of a, a random date. I mean, that's like, uh, you know, a week from what? That's next Friday that maybe you start to have conversations. Maybe it's the 18th. Maybe it's a few days later. But we know that Heat Media Day is going to be October 2nd now. That's on Monday, October 2nd. I assume Portland's is going to be around the same time. So basically I'm saying that second half of September, about a week before, maybe two weeks before the end of the month, that maybe Joe Cronin realizes there's no mystery team and he has to do something. But these are really two things, Greg. We've got, again, is he in Portland and is he in camp? And the decision on whether he goes to camp is kind of half his, but it could be the Blazers also. So let me ask you this. If he is not traded by training camp, do you expect him to report to camp? And do you think he should report to camp? To finish Ramona Shelbourne's quote, just so that we get all of her perspective in here, um, she thinks he'll report, and then there'll be a discussion about whether they have him in camp, whether he participates in camp, whether he'd be better off waiting at home. Dun, dun, dun. This is the one thing that I thought was um, like if they sent him home and they were prepared to just let him waste away the season. To me, there is an element of this as a heat observer, as someone who wants to see the heat win the championship and, and have that roster together where I start to say, okay, when are the heat going to say, all right, we we're not going to wait forever for this. And do they ante up? I don't think Dame, wants to be in training camp. And I don't think he will be in training camp with, with Portland. I think he would be open-minded to staying away. I'm using air quotes as I say that uh, because it avoids the drama perspective and it avoids putting him in a position where he has to badmouth people. It is the path of less resistance, but I don't think that it is something that, I don't know. Do you think Miami's going to, just let him sit home for all season, like haggling over picks. They might. Well, you, or, you or mean players? Miami said, don't let him sit home. Portland, let him sit home. Portland, let him or, sit Portland, but also Miami's letting him sit home to a degree. If you're just not stepping up to get a deal done. Like I feel, I don't know. You're wasting time to degrees where I guess I'm going. Well, I think that's what Portland, the Portland, we talked about this in the last episode, but they're, they're counting on one of two things happening. Either other team swoops in, which we've kind of eliminated all of those options or Miami just gets impatient even while competing only with itself and anties up because they just want to get the guy in already. And part of that is based on the premise, as we've also discussed 
that, you know, maybe their own guys are feeling, you know, queasy, whether it's Hero, Lowry, Robinson, et cetera, about what their role is and where this thing is going. And you end up with dissension. Now, I have kind of ruled that out. I don't think that that's what's going to happen. And I've also kind of ruled out another team jumping in here. So really, the only one of those three possibilities, uh, I think, from Miami's perspective is, do they just get impatient? Like, do, do, do they just want to get the guy in? and start this process because it gives them the best chance to compete. And they want to, they want to leverage as much as of Lillard's prime as they still can, um, you know, and again, take the burden off Jimmy and all of that. But I, I want to stay with the Portland side here for a second, before we get back to the Miami side, because I, I do think that there are interesting dynamics at play here. First thing from Dame's perspective, there's, the concern over looking like the malcontent, looking like the Harden, which clearly he has that concern with the way that he's managed this. I don't think it's about concern about him getting fined. The guy makes enough money. He's going to be able to pay for the $100,000 fines or whatever it is that the league wants to levy on him. It's more reputation management. It's more it's not who he is and he and he doesn't want to be perceived in a way that he that is not him he's not james harden he's been someone who has and this is why even if he was not trying to get to the heat i would support the way he's he's gone about this because he gave this organization 11 years and many warnings and they did not heed those warnings and in fact have now with two separate general managers, okay, Olshi and now Cronin, have essentially gone against what they promised they were going to do. So I, I, you know, again, I'm supportive of Dame regardless. I will I'll just acknowledge this. Dame has been one of my favorite players to follow in the league uh, well before this particular situation. And and I would, again, feel the same way if he was trying to force his way to Boston or Philadelphia. Um so so to me, it, it's okay. How do you want to handle this if you're Dame, right? Before we get to the Blazers. And if you want to handle this as you're Dame, like, again, you show up for media day, you become the center of attention. It's almost respectful to stay home. Yeah. And, and allow Scoot and these other young guys, Shaden Sharp, Anthony Simons, to have the stage. Now, they're going to get asked about him. So I'm sure that there will be some in the national media who twist it into – well, it was all about Dame anyway, and he put this his teammates in this terrible position because they had to get asked about him. Um, I mean, there's really nothing he can do to avoid that. They're going to get asked about him whether he's there or he isn't. It's just more awkward if he's there. So my thing would be he probably should stay home and get it out somewhere that he didn't want to take away the spotlight from those teammates, even if, again, it's going to be difficult to do that even in, even in absentia. Um but then it's like beyond that. Okay, so let's say he doesn't report. If it says he reports to camp, but doesn't do the media day, and they just agree for him to stay away. Now that's been done with certain players. It was done with Ben Simmons. Uh, it's been you know, and, and eventually, usually, you know, deals get worked out. Guy stays away. He doesn't generally get brought back. Okay. Um, so now you have to pivot to what the Blazers would want to do, and, and this is where again the disconnect comes in, Greg. Because if you're the Blazers. You shouldn't want him on the court. And and I that's that's the whole thing. It does not make organizational sense to be trying to win games with Dame Lillard right now. It makes organizational sense to allow Scoot, Shaden, Simons, et cetera, to learn through their mistakes uh, and try to play together. And so if I were Dame, I would stay home. If I were the Blazers, I would let him stay home. That That's where I'm at with it. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's what's going to actually happen. I think – 
if he says he's going to try to stay home, they're going to paint him as the bad guy and try to force him in because that seems to be the way they've handled this the entire time. Is that, is that a, a correct read of this situation? That's just a prediction. That's not yeah, necessarily I mean, recording. That's their hardball way of basically putting Dame in a spot where they think, okay, let's call your bluff one more time. We think that you will report to camp because there's been reports from people who we know are close to Dame that said, Oh, he'd come to camp. You know, ultimately I just think like to send him home, this is the other part of it, and you're hitting on it a bit with what, why the hell Portland would want to do this. There is no bleeping way his value increases if he sits right. home unless Miami starts like 2-12 and 12 to start the season. You know what I right. mean? And like like it's a scenario where it's so loud in Miami because they're 2-12, and 12, which is such a hypothetical, um, that they just have to make a move. Otherwise – they're not going to magically start to get more for Dame. It's going to be just like what happened with Ben Simmons, where it's like, you're just sitting around and eventually everyone goes meh at the package you get back. And I think that's, that may be what ultimately happens. Um, Again, it, it depends what the Blazers goal is here. If the Blazers goal is to try to convince him to stay, which is ludicrous, uh, then you know, then you have to decide, okay, do they want to play hardball there and make it even more toxic or do they sort of play nice with him uh, to a certain degree? And then at some point the guy just wants to play basketball. And so he comes back to you because we know Dame wants to play basketball. That's the other thing. Like the, that's the difference between him and Ben Simmons, by the way. Right. Okay. Is that, you know, there are questions about whether or not Ben loved the game, wanted to play, wanted to deal with some of the mental issues he was having, you know, in terms of shooting the ball, et cetera, the emotional stuff, everything else, the the injuries, the fake injuries, like there's none of that stuff with Dame. Like Dame Lillard wants to continue to play basketball and play basketball at a high level. He just wants to freaking win. Like that's, that's it. And right? he doesn't want to talk about Portland at all. He won't even mention their names. He won't even mention them. So like, <laughs> okay, so let's eliminate the idea of him coming back unless Unless, you know, he just gets so desperate to play. The one thing I would say, though, is if he sits out, I know we say, well, his value isn't going to go up and and it probably won't. I don't know that it'll necessarily go down, though, because essentially you're preserving his body. Like if he if let's say he sits out a month, six Mm -hmm. weeks. okay, you know, he's going to keep himself in good shape, but he's not also, you know, going to absorb the pounding that you do on a daily basis. And especially in Portland, he'll be carrying a team. Uh, so, you know, if you, you know, you don't have him playing 34, 35 minutes on a team that's going to lose every game by seven points. Cause the young guys make dumb mistakes down the stretch and that becomes emotionally, mentally, and physically taxing for him. It's not the worst thing in the world. If, you know, for his value, if he's home rested and, yeah, and rested and doing nothing. Um, so that that's the other part of this, but I also wonder how the league is going to feel about this and how involved they get in it. And whether or not Portland uses the league and then whether the Players Association gets involved in it. Remember who the president of the Players Association is. It's CJ McCollum. We can argue about whether CJ's done a particularly good job with his CBA. And I think most people would say for the players, he did not. But he also still happens to be really good friends with Dave Lillard and was his backcourt mate and fellow star for seven years. I would figure that the Players Association is going to jump in here at some point if they feel like Dame is being mistreated, right? If they send him home, I believe Portland becomes public enemy number one. I think it completely changes because everyone knows Dame loves the game and wants to hoop. He's been putting up with BS in Portland just to hoop for years. And so I think that's the moment that 
no matter what the league, how they want to spin it, the players association will be loud about it. But I think just general consensus will be like, what the hell are the trailblazers doing to their franchise icon? Well, they're hoping for some star point guard, another team to blow out a knee basically so that some team gets desperate enough to try to trump the heat's offer. And we went into all of that. So before we go to break here, because on the other side, I want to get into the heats, how the heat handle this in each of these uh, scenarios. What do you think is the most likely thing? And then I'll tell you what I think is the most likely thing. I think that they're going to have a conversation as training camp approaches. They're going to find out where Dame's at. He's going to be just as cold as he was, and they're going to come back to the negotiating table and humbly get something done. That's my prediction. I agree with you. The one thing I would add to it is I think this conversation occurs and they mutually agree. You get the text from Woj, Spears, Haynes, et cetera. It'll be tinged a little differently on Woj's account uh, than on the others. Uh, but the team, you know, because Joe Cronin is a, is a uh, for, for him, Joe Cronin, uh, you know, should should be in Marvel, uh, Marvel or DC Comics um, as as the protagonist. Uh, I, I think that there, there will be a, a tweet that's sent out uh, from one of them or all of them that says the parties have agreed that at this time it's in the best interest of the organization and of Dame Lillard. Uh, for him to take a break as or for him to uh, be away from the team as this situation is being uh, is being worked out. And then I think basically, you know, then you have ownership in Portland side uh, and others say, OK, Joe, you got a week. Uh, let's try to get let's not make this a circus. See what's out there and get the best deal done. That That's what I think is likely. And I, and I, and I said before. This idea, you know, well, how long are you going to wait and all this? And we'll get into the Heat's perspective on the other side. The Heat got Alonzo Mourning the day before the regular season started. Uh, that's how they got him. When Charlotte, when he wasn't coming to terms with Charlotte on an extension. And so slightly different situation, but these things do go into the season. We've seen this happen before. And I very much think that could be the case. But Training camp is a month before the season, so or about three weeks before the season, two, three weeks. So you you have a scenario there where there is a point, and I think that's why you're seeing the national people are all getting back from vacation now, and now they can start being used by the Blazers front office or by Dame. <laughs> it's, so true. it's just it's just how this thing works. Everybody took some time away. Uh, all right, we'll get to the Heat's perspective of this on the other side, uh, if any of these scenarios happen. Before we do, though, I want to mention a couple of great sponsors of the Five Reasons Sports Network. Our friends over at Prize Picks use the code five F I V E. Get that initial deposit matched up to one hundred dollars. Legal, that's legal fantasy uh, play that you can do over there at Prize Picks. Use the code five. Play the NFL, play the NBA when it comes back. Play Major League Baseball, MMA, etc. PrizePicks.com. Use the code five. Better Edge, that's our legal gambling partner. Use the code five R S N. Get twenty dollars to play. We've got a tournament going on right there. You can still get into actually. Just got to make five picks. I'm already 0-1, but, you, you know, because I got the Thursday night game wrong. But you me can too. go in there, try to beat me, Sean Rochester, Greg, et cetera, because you, you still – all you got to do is pick five games from the weekend. So you can pick anything from the NFL games. Go to betteredge.com, use the code 5RSN, and you'll see our tournament on there. Also want to mention Water Cleanup of Florida. And uh, we know, okay, that obviously you just – you know, a lot of people deal with mold, mold water damage, et cetera. 
hurricane storms come, you have even more problems and the insurance co companies don't always take care of it, right? So get in their preventative program. They can also do the cleanup for you, but the preventative program is great. And they're there for you 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Reach out to Michael Robert and his team at Water Cleanup of Florida, WCUFL.com or 954-579-0356. That's 954-579-0356, WCUFL.com. Hey, it's Ethan Skolnick for Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. As you know, we heard from Pat Riley recently. Everybody has an opinion on trades, free agency, who they should keep, who they should give up, who they should get. Well, whatever it is that Riley and the Heat do, you don't want them giving up too much and getting too little, right? Well, the same is true of shaving products, and that's why I use Harry's shaving products. I love the way it handles. I love the way it looks, and I love the quality of the shave. I have a little bit of trouble growing out a good beard so better to just shave it off and make sure that it looks somewhat professional. These are German-engineered blades made in their own factory, so they stay sharp longer. means you can use them longer. And also, they've got customizable delivery options for scheduled refills as low as 2 bucks, half of what you pay for other big brands. Also, I would recommend the shaving lotion as well and the body wash. So check it out. You can go to harrys.com backslash five. That's harrys.com backslash five. You'll get a $13 trial set for just three bucks. Again, don't pay too much and get too little. Same is true of shaving as NBA transactions. harrys.com backslash five for your $3 trial set. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, so let's look at it from the Heat's perspective now. And we want to introduce a couple of things that have happened here before we do. Seems like the Heat young guys have made a hell of an impression. Um, it's not just that we're going to be talking about Jovic playing in the final of FIBA, and the Heat account is promoting him now fairly regularly. They were not for a while, or not to the, quite the degree. It almost seemed like they were hiding him. But now it's like... Hakez is getting like the royal treatment. Like when Jimmy Butler is not at the U.S. Open holding up signs about himself, uh, he is inviting Hakez to hang out with him, try on clothes with him, drink coffee with him. 
We know that Hawkes's favorite player is Jimmy Butler. He said that before the Heat drafted him. He said that after the Heat drafted him. We've also talked with Brady and Alex about the similarity of their games. Jimmy Butler taking him in. I mean, I you know, he took Tyler Hero in as a rookie. I know there were some ups and downs after that, but he took he invited him to his house in Chicago at that time. Uh, Tyler, you know, T- told me all about what they, you know, three, they spent three, four days together. He actually even, Jimmy had to close on a property in South Florida and Tyler flew down with him as a rookie when Jimmy went to close the property. And now like Hawkins is getting the Tyler treatment from Jimmy. And we've spent the entire summer talking about how they're going to trade this guy. Mm-hmm. I, you know, if <laughs> we it's know Jimmy tricky. wants Dame, I mean, I, I don't know if Jimmy's going on the trade machine and trying to figure out, okay, what Joe Cronin would want. I I highly doubt that he doesn't really pay attention to any kind of, that kind of stuff, but I don't, I mean, would Jimmy be paying this much attention to Jaime Hawkins if, if he thinks he's gone just to be nice? Um, I think so. And I'll, I'll, I'll say why. Cause I think Jimmy Butler and I think players in general uh, are not as, connected play by play blow by blow moment to moment in this transaction world that we live in, particularly as we host a five on the floor, Miami heat podcast. I think that there's a degree of veteran players that they go and they meet the rooks and they figure out, do I vibe with these guys? Do I not? You know, we saw bam scrimmaging with him recently. So he's, he's getting acclimated to these guys. And I think that there's an element of it that as professionals, and we aren't professionals like they are, so I don't know that we can handle it the way they do. They have to act as if that's their teammates, and then when they're not, they're not. But I think like the brotherhood is supposed to transcend the transaction, and so that's where I think there's a part of this that I think Jimmy is being a team leader and a good pro, and he recognizes Hawkes is probably a great fit. But there's a part of me too that sees um, and I don't think Jimmy necessarily took Jovic under the same type of wing or at least we didn't see it or it wasn't publicized. It doesn't mean it didn't happen. I'll just say this way back when this whole conversation started, I heard you can have our available picks and young players, or you can have all the picks we can conjure up, but you ain't getting both. And so I think that that stemmed from that. The heat really liked these young guys. And now you're getting guys like Jimmy and bam, spending time with Hawkeyes. We've seen it recently. So I do think it adds an element of you get a more attached to players. You see how they fit. I ultimately think obviously whatever they need to get done for Dame, they'll get done. But I think Jimmy more than anything is being who he is. And that's just being true to the fact that this is a brotherhood beyond owners squabbling over assets. I agree with you about players not paying attention to the play-by-play and that Jimmy Butler is the last guy in the world who's going to pay attention to any of that crap. I mean, no question about it. I mean, he was asked about Team USA. He said, I don't give a damn. I'm not paying attention. What's I don't FIBA? give a damn. <laughs> right. What's FIBA? Right. Exactly. Uh but this seems a little extra. It it does. It seems a little. I mean, mm-hmm. it's one thing to say team leader. I mean, let's let's just be honest. I don't want to create anything here, but you don't see Jimmy and Bam hanging out in the off season, sitting in towels, drinking um, tea. Right. I don't know. I mean, there have, we, have we ever? Just, have, I mean, I mean, I guess really. right. Not not since maybe their first year together. Yeah. Right. You don't see that. I mean, you, I mean, you see, you know, Jimmy would post, you know, the IG stuff of hanging out with Gabe or hanging out with Max. At a certain point, but I mean, again, you're talking about a rookie who's been bandied about trade talks. Now that rookie also happens 
to have gone to, uh, you know, Tony Fiorentino's camp. Uh, he's done a lot of stuff with the team this summer, and it's been pretty clear he wants to be here, just like Jovic wants to be here. We even saw Jimmy's influence on Jovic when he trolled uh, Dylan Brooks, which is something that Brady pointed out, you know, in the in the hallway after Serbia beat beat Canada. So Jimmy is having a huge influence on both of these guys already. And again, that pivots back to this, which is, I mean, it, are the Heat enough in love with these guys, first thing, that it would be a deal breaker for them? I, I don't believe so. No. But again, all of it comes down to leverage. And so let's go back to what we were talking about before. Let's say Dame's away from the, this mutual decision occurs. He's going to stay away from camp. What do you think the Heat do then, Greg? Do they become more aggressive to get the thing done, or do they let Cronin kind of stew there because you know he's gonna there? The, you know, his head coach is gonna be the guy asked about. It. It's gonna be Chauncey Billups asked about it every day. You know, have you talked to Dame? Have, you know, is Dame getting you know or, you know when you're putting in a new offense? You know, what are your thoughts? Is is Scoot gonna start next to Dame? All all of these things are gonna start to occur, and then. You know, I, I'll have to check to see when the Blazers' first preseason game is. But then when that happens... Well, and the players will be asked questions. And right. I wouldn't be so comfortable letting Rooks just give their opinions on how that scenario is playing out when they ask, like, how do you think the organization is treating the greatest player in franchise history? Like, that's an awkward question for one of those rookies to have to answer in itself. I, the fan in me, wants to say the Heat are going to ante up and they're going to get impatient and they're going to get it done the longtime observer of heat basketball and operations tells me that they're going to be very careful and kind of let Cronin roll around in his own bleep and see how that feels and see how it works. And I'll just caution when we talk about Jimmy and Hakez, uh getting closer, there is a hotels.com uh, tag at the end of this Instagram uh-huh. post, which suggests okay. that it could be an ad hashtag yes. ad. So they also could be getting the bag here. And so we could be overthinking it to that degree. Also, I think that the heat are going to wait because there's just a degree of that. I think that they understand that they are better at their jobs than Portland is. And so they're willing to bet on themselves in any way, shape or form And Portland. When they bet on themselves, they usually do not come out on the right side of things. So I think that that is where they'll land. They'll be, they're not going to grow impatient. Do you disagree with that? I don't think they have any reason to grow impatient. Yeah. I just don't. I think they like these kids enough that they don't have to be impatient. Exactly. I think that, and then also they are comfortable enough with the way that hero has channeled all of this, this off season that they don't need to be impatient and they're comfortable enough with their head coach's ability to manage this that they don't need to be impatient. So I don't believe that they will be impatient. I think if there was even a, a, a team that you and I could have identified with Brady yesterday, we did that podcast that really, really lurked. Okay. Not us trying to find a way that Philadelphia or new Orleans or a couple of the others that we talked about, you know, might be able to get involved here. Then it would be different. All right, because then then I do think that some of the pressures that we've talked about, Pat's age, Jimmy's age, this window, I think we're going to do a Jimmy Butler week coming up here on the podcast, and we'll get into some of that stuff. I think that would play. And by the way, 
you mentioned the promotional aspect of this and I should check on that because you remember the photo shoots with justice and Jimmy, uh, yeah. prior to Jimmy's first year, remember they were doing all yeah. that clothing stuff together. And I thought we shoot. had our new duo. And, uh, right. Right. Well, justice did because justice, Jimmy remember missed the first three games of that season dealing with a personal issue. And justice had 27, seven and seven in his first in the, in the season opener and looked at us all in front of his locker and basically, claimed it was still his team so i don't know necessarily that the photo well he didn't claim it was his he implied it close enough Uh, yeah and now it's funny because justice could be back who knows uh in a dame lillard trade that's 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 always hung out there as a possibility um by the way how bad of a start as we talk about that because i agree with you there is no need for the heat to feel more impatient because they like these guys so how bad of a start do they have to get off to for that impatience to rise? Is it 500 basketball through 20 games? Is it under well, they were 500, 500 basketball ba- through 20 games last year? I know. That's what makes this so hard they to made figure the out what will make them jump. Exactly. That's why I think it's really I, I, fascinating. I, I, and and, and, and it's, it's, it's not like it's not. Okay. It's not, and I'm, I'm hearkening back to other episodes we've done, but it's not like their lack of a point guard is going to be what inspires them to ante up for Dame Lillard. Cause it's not like plugging a hole at point guard. It's like, it's like gutting your part of your franchise to bring yeah. in a hall of famer. Right. So it's not like, Oh, we have to go get somebody because Kyle's pulled a hamstring and now we're playing two, two, two ways, uh, you know, as our point guards here or, or, and, or Tyler's turnover prone having to play out of position or Josh or whatever. It, this is, I mean, this is a, a seismic franchise altering move you're trying to make here. You don't just make it, because you're desperate because you're nine and 11. I mean, this is a franchise also that was nine and eight in LeBron's first year and made the finals. That was under, that was, I believe 20 and 19 or something along those lines with uh, when Stan walked away and, Mm -hmm. and Pat took over and Shaq came back and that team won a championship uh, so, I mean, the starts are not necessarily, it's more so the other way. It's or the other discussion, which is if they got off to a really good start, does it affect things? And if they got off to a really good start and Tyler's taken a leap and they figured out the point guard situation to some degree and they and then the two kids are playing in the rotation and contributing and showing growth, does that move the heat at all away from this? Now, I don't think so because I, I still think that the the grander vision here is we're going to get Jimmy a ring. Pat wants another ring. Mickey wants this to pay off. And so we're going to go get Dame regardless. Future be damned and we'll just deal with the consequences. But I think it's more likely. I don't think either is likely. I want to make that clear. But I think it's more likely that a good start alters the heat's a really good start alters the heat's position more than a so-so to bad start does because their whole thing i mean again i, I mentioned i mentioned the, the 0506 season bad start right mm-hmm. 0304 season they started 0 and 7 and they ended up in the in uh you know within two games of the conference finals okay last year they started, they were basically a 500 team for most of the year, ended up three minutes away from not making the playoffs and made it to the finals. 2015, uh, excuse me, 2015-16, they were only four games above 500 at the All-Star break and lost Chris Bosh for the season. Bubble and ended season. Up, 
and ended up getting within a game of the finals, the bubble, the uh, a game of the conference finals, right? They losing to Toronto, the bubble season where they were a fifth seed and made it to the finals. I've forgotten all of these. Uh, and then the other one, 16, 17, which is the ultimate one where they start 11 and 30. And Andy's telling Pat, they need to have a conversation. And by the time they have that conversation, they've won three straight and that three straight gets them to basically go with it. And they came within a game of making the playoffs because they went 30 and 11 in the second half. So what I just give you seven, six, seven examples of bad yeah. starts. This organization is not going to panic after a bad start. Maybe that should have been the episode. That's just not going to happen. It, it's not now a really good start. If they come out of the gates and they're 15 and five, I, I don't know. I I I it, I think it depends who's playing the major role. Correct. I, I right. If 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 Tyler is is cooking, okay, the kids are playing well. It looks like a fit, you know. And then you start saying, "Oh, can we tweak this, make it a little bit better at the All Star break?" We're getting off Duncan's contract relatively soon. We're getting off Kyle at the end of this year. Keep Maybe we can vomit when they hear you saying all this, but I, 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 I understand no, where you're I going. Understand. 15 I'm, and I'm five not, is 15 and five. I get you. Right. I'm, I'm not proposing it. I'm not proposing it. I'm not saying they're going to do it. I'm just saying, I think it's more likely that that could alter their stance away from it than it is a bad start or a so-so start, a nine and 11 start pushes them to do to go to a place that they're not willing to go right now unless the bad start makes jimmy super grumpy let's qualify by that well that is possible (laughs) no that is that is possible and then if he starts sitting games and it starts to get a little dicey there then yeah i i think that is possible uh you know it's funny when people have talked about disgruntled and tyler uh, tyler's not the one i think of it's jimmy it's jimmy it's 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 you know what I'm saying? Like Bam's not going to create waves regardless. Mm-mm. He's not going to be pushing to go trade his guy, Tyler, or anything like that. It's Jimmy is the one to watch on the heat. It's always going to be the case. It's not, you know, what Tyler, frankly, what Tyler, Kyle, Duncan, or any of those guys, or Jovic or Hakez is young players, doesn't none of that matters. One guy You're matters. Right. One guy, one guy matters. All right. Thanks to our sponsors. They matter. Biscayne Bay Brewing, Water Cleanup of Florida, Better Edge, and Prize Picks. Get on Prize Picks. Use code 5. People say all the time, how do we keep you guys creating content because we don't want to listen to ESPN? Well, help us out. Subscribe to the things that we propose here because they benefit you also. Use the code 5 at Prize Picks. Use the code 5RSN at Better Edge and subscribe to Off the Floor. Have a good one, everybody. Thank you for listening to the 5 on the Floor on the 5 Regional Sports Network. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois.